0: Good morning and welcome to Faith FM Australia. You are listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. We are having a wonderful morning here. I'm here all by myself doing my intro alone because Lyle has left me. But he'll be right back. He'll be right back after the next song break. You won't even notice that he's gone. We have a wonderful show coming up for you today, dear listener. We have a a wonderful encounter with God where we continue our $1,000 giveaway. You can send us a verse. That proves that Sunday was commanded to be kept holy. We're going to give you a $1,000. We just need one verse, just one verse out of the Bible. We also have a guest interview today, one that Lyle did up at Big Camp, uh, way up there in uh, Tweed Heads, a wonderful area of Australia, beautiful section if you're up there. G'day, g'day. Wish I was back with you there up at Big Camp area. We also have uh, our good news stories and we have our current news stories. And I know all about this because, well, we just finished recording this show. This is now the delayed broadcast. So if you're listening to this and it's not Thursday the 10th of May, then you are indeed, dear listener, listening to the delayed broadcast. But do you know what? Fear not you can jump over to the live show and let me tell you the live show is an amazing place to be you can join in the show on the live show you can call up for the free giveaway at the end of the show you can call up and answer the quiz and see if you can win the prize you can even ask the question of the day you can call us and tell us what you're grateful for it's very simple to get on the live show actually You can do it two ways. One, just go to our website. The address is faithfm.com.au and you can just press play on the live stream and then you'll be listening to us live. Or you can download an app. Now, this app is actually one of my favorite apps. It's so easy to use. It's free to download. You will be offered, you know, the one you have to pay for, but just do what the rest of us do and just get the free one. So download this app. It's called TuneIn, T-U-N-E I-N, TuneIn Tune app. This app is amazing. You can literally access every single radio channel under the sun and listen to every show anywhere on the planet. all you need is a little bit of internet connection and you can just press play. Now, you need to find our show once... Once you've downloaded the TuneIn app. So search for Faith FM Australia. There are a couple of Faith FM's over in America. So don't get them confused. You want Faith FM Australia. We'll be giving our local news, our live news. You'll get the local wind live weather report. Uh, It's just a much better program over on our live show. And eventually, live is all there will ever be. So come on and join us over on the live show. Just faithfm.com.au or the tune-in app. Now we are wondering what you're grateful for today. I know you're grateful for something. Every day that you're alive, there's something to be grateful for. Today, of course, Lyle was grateful for some more manly stuff. His ute so you can cart around his firewood. He's such a bloke. And I'm grateful that tomorrow my friend Claire will be joining me on the on the live show and she's going to be bringing me some microgreens from her organic farm. But I'd love to know what you're grateful for today. Give me a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. You can call me even though you're listening to the delayed broadcast. We'd we'll still love to hear what you're grateful for.
1: Eric and Monique everlasting? Everlasting here on Faith FM. Now, Mon, we haven't got our quiz yet <coughs> today, have
0: we? We are about to start that now. Okay.
1: So, what is our what is our clue? We got a who am I or what am I or a what's our?
0: It's a what creature am I? Ah, mm, a critic clue. A critic quiz. Okay. So, actually, we were talking about these just the other day. Um, mm, there's your first clue. Okay. So, you ready? Mm. <clears throat> is a donkey. No.
1: Okay, there's your second clue. It's not a donkey.
0: Wait, hang on. I think we might have done this one before. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at these clues. I'm pretty sure we did this one before.
1: Oh, wait. just when I was all psyched up for
0: a <laughs> quiz and it's now gone. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's one. Right. No, wait, wait, wait. Done that one as well. We need to clean this pile out. Like We've done so many quizzes on here. Oh, here's one we haven't done before. No, okay. wait, I think I've done that one before. Maybe too. you've just
1: worked your way through right through the pile. Have
0: we done all of them now? Do you know what? Maybe my pile is upside down. We always put the used ones on the bottom. And no, i done that one as well. Okay. Okay. She's shuffling through. Okay, 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 okay. I got one, I got one, I got right, one. Right, right, right. What book am I? Oh, I was
1: going to have a critic quiz. Come on. (laughs) What going to a critic quiz?
0: I could make a critic. No, we're going with the what book am I. So this is a book of the Bible. And the first clue is...
1: It's one of 66.
0: It's one of 66. (laughs) That narrows it down quite a lot. Because there's a lot more critters out there than there are books of the Bible. (laughs) Indeed. The word judgment is found most often in this book. In fact, a total of 15 times.
1: I have no idea. You really? None whatsoever. Mm, got a couple of guesses, but no, don't know. Oh,
0: I'm very intrigued to know what your guess. That's kind are. of an
1: obscure, quick clue.
0: It's actually. Do you know what? I I wouldn't have picked it. I would have. I would have picked a completely different book if I had been given this. Uh, this quiz. But I'm really interested in to know what book you think it is. You're going to tell me off air. Uh, anyway, all right.
1: So give us a call, one eight hundred three two four eight four three 324 843 or text us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine if you can find the answer real quick. Or shoot us a message on Facebook and what have they got coming their direction?
0: We are... <coughs> Oh, excuse me, we're going to give them a Bible uh, An NLT Bible It is the one that I use on air And it's a fabulous edition has a, a ready yellow cover um, It features a 365-day reading plan It has the plan of salvation Bible study And at the beginning of each book It has book introductions So it tells you a little bit about the authorship And when it was written And, and why it was written a bit of the story behind each book um, And it's a fabulous Bible We really like it And that is the prize for the quiz today
1: ah, Fantastic Okay, so send in your answer and win yourself a Bible. Mon, what have we got for our positively different breakfast show this morning, positively different radio?
0: I'm not sure you're going to find this that positive.
1: <clears throat> you, got, qu- you got a negative story?
0: I'm quitting my job. Oh. I'm done okay. with this, Lyle. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're because just announcing, you're announcing it on air. <laughs> I'm announcing it on air. <laughs> because you can now get paid to travel around the world and take pictures of the sun,
1: <laughs>
0: and I want that job. <laughs> I
1: took I took a picture of the sun once. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've got a great photo of the sun. It was awesome. It's even got a one of those. Um, you can see a solar storm and everything.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. How'd you do that with a telescope? With a camera. Oh wow! How about that?
1: Yeah, no. It was a um. It was a solar telescope. And we were in Bath, England, and there was a bunch of um, enthusiasts who were in the town square right near the church there, and they'd set up all of their solar telescopes. It was a lot of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, maybe ten years ago, I can't remember. And they'd all set up their solar telescopes there, and I was sort of sitting there having my lunch and watching them. Like, what on earth are these people looking at? You know. So I walked over and had a bit of a chat, and they're like, "Yeah, we're looking at the sun." So have ever checked this out. So I've looked through the telescope, and you could see the sun, and I'm like, can I take a photograph? And they're like, "Well, we don't know." Can you take a <laughs> photograph down the lens of a telescope? So I ended up using a macro lens on my camera, hundred mm-hmm. mil macro, straight down the uh, lens of the solar telescope, and took a photograph of the sun, and it came out really cool.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Did you put this on your Instagram? I believe so. Oh, check out your Instagram.
1: Yeah, maybe I can throw it up on Facebook. We'll see.
0: Well, maybe you need to apply for this job. So it's a it's a hotel chain <coughs> called Days End, and they've just posted a job listing for amateur photographers who are willing to travel around the world and just take pictures of the sun. So why is this?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, guess
0: okay. so, okay, I mean obviously it's a publicity stunt. Um,
1: How much do you get paid to travel the world, though? Do you get your airfares, your accommodation?
0: Okay, so they get all expenses paid travel, um, and they'll be paying them a. $10,000 monthly stipend as well. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's it's not, not bad. Uh, yeah. um, you need to be older than 21 to apply. You have to submit your best outdoor photo from your portfolio along with a 100 word description of why you are the best person for the job.
1: Well, there you go.
0: Do you reckon you could be my reference, Lyle?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. no. We can't afford to lose you here. I'm going to give them a terrible yeah. yeah, Actually, I'll be your reference. I'll be your
0: reference. (laughs) I see where that went real quick. (laughs) No, because if you think about it, I'm the perfect person for the job. I always am up before the sun. I could definitely take pictures of sunrise. <laughs> what are you laughing at me like that for? I, with the help of Breakfast Radio, I have become a fully fledged morning person. You have
1: indeed. Yeah. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I've well, earned my stripes. Three, three months in. Four months in. Can I get an award, please? Come on now. I think there Somebody should be an, an award out. for.
1: I think there should be an award for someone who becomes a morning <laughs> person because a morning, the morning is the best part of the day. The it air is fresh and clean and the day is new.
0: And you can get a lot of stuff done. And it what. makes you feel
1: like a new person just being up in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. And, hey, speaking of travel, I do want to tell you um, a really encouraging story about a gentleman called Tony Giles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, at the age of nine, he, uh, he was actually born with a red condition that caused him to see um, the world in, in, in a form of like vague shapes and shadows. So, he has like, a seeing disability, yep. um, vision disability. And then by the age of nine, he actually went um, completely blind. And, uh, and not only really that, but he had only about 80% hearing in both his ears. And, um, and when he was 16 years old, he was invited to go overseas because he's from England and he was invited to go to the States, um, uh, for some um you know uh, de- uh, sorry not dental for some um uh medical thing, and uh, he was so inspired by the adventure that he decided, you know what for my life, i want to become hang on what do you think a person who has is completely blind and has only eighty percent hearing of both of his ears? what do you think he would want to do with his life i guess a uh, you know full time occupation
1: uh work with Companies that are building stuff for blind and deaf people,
0: maybe? This adventurer has decided to become a world traveler. Oh, wow. So, he has been wandering the world solo ever since. So, he's, he's this, was, this was 17 years ago. So, he's now um, in his late th- uh, 30s. And uh, despite his disability, he's been over to over 125 countries over seven continents.
1: That's I'm just so as- impressed
0: by this. Bounding. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, nothing stopped this guy whatsoever. But you can't
1: even see where you're going. Well, it, I guess... Isn't that the whole point of travelling is to see new things?
0: I suppose, but you can experience it as well, new cultures, yeah. you know. And
1: this is, the, this is the thing, because the thing I've learned about travelling is, is the trips I have enjoyed the most is where I've actually been able to immerse myself in the culture, mm-hmm. stay with a local family, um, work on a local job, and, you know, just really, truly experience what that particular culture is like.
0: Yeah. Do you know? I absolutely agree as well. When I've had to travel for work, I've always had more fun because you always have to get so oh, yeah. much more involved with the locals. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, and it's great work. But so
1: Being a tourist is, yeah, it's great and you see some pretty sights and move uh-huh. on and, and pull your oh, camera out and shoot mm-hmm. the next one and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which, by the way, damages your memory, I found out.
0: What? Taking, taking, taking photographs, yeah. Oh. We'll because what that.
1: happens is that it um, – your brain divides between things it needs to remember and things it doesn't. And the moment you take a photo of something, your brain files it into a file that it does not need to remember because there's a photograph.
0: I'd like to see that proven. That sounds dodgy. Yeah,
1: there's some research that just came out. Well, Instagram is destroying your memory.
0: Hey, I, I, I wanted to talk about that as a later segment, but we, can't do we can do it. We can. Okay, we'll talk about that as a later, later segment, maybe tomorrow. But I, um, I just want to say, like, if... If anyone out there has a disability and you like to travel, I would actually like to hear from you what it is that travel – like how is it that you experience travel? Hmm. Like for a person who's completely blind – you know, obviously you're not seeing a different country. So what is it of a different country that you're actually enjoying? Is it like the sounds of different languages or is it just different smells? Cause you know, I'm, am big on smell and countries, you know, they smell very different. And, um, you know, what, what is it exactly you're experiencing? I would love to hear from one of our listeners. Um, give me a call 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843 and tell us what it is that makes travel so exciting for you. Um, When you go abroad Uh, We're going to have a song break This is Hilary Scott and the Scott Family And this is Come to Jesus And we're going to be right back after that With uh, Lyle, I believe you have some heavy questions for me I
1: do, a story about Mm. consent Hilary Scott and the Scott family with Come to Jesus here on Faith FM. And I do have a very serious story to talk about this morning in the wake of a Four Corners report into uh, sexual consent that particularly revolves around the case of a young man by the name of Luke Lazarus who was recently acquitted after a five-year legal battle of raping an 18-year-old uh, uh, virgin mm-hmm. uh, behind a nightclub in King's Cross. Uh, they're looking at changing the consent laws here in New South Wales and I think this is a very good thing you know I, I, it's sad that in a world like this we have to have these kinds of laws because mm. you know if people would just you know it 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 just illustrates how good God is and how good mm-hmm. the Bible is mm-hmm. yeah you know, and if you follow the biblical model of sex then you know Never been <laughs> an issue there's not an issue because you've got sex between you know two people who are are loving, they are in love with each other, and when you're in a loving relationship, of course, it's always going to be consensual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's when love goes out of the relationship that um, you know it ceases to be consensual, and of course, rape can happen. Uh, you know, within the context of a marriage relationship, unfortunately, uh, when there's a lack of love. But the Bible says that this should take place within a loved, a loving marriage relationship. But anyway, this is the world in which we live. And so they're looking at changing the laws here in New South Wales to catch up with Tasmania.
0: <laughs> Plug, yes, of course, Tasmania,
1: <laughs> the promised land down there. Okay, um, to make to require an enthusiastic and active yes for consent to actually be consent in What What is to the
0: consent? What, how does it? What's the law right now? What's the law? Right okay,
1: now? so the law at the moment is that there is if if there is lack of a verbal no, then that is considered uh, consent. And so, you know, if you've got this 18-year-old young girl, Mm -hmm. um, she is um, anally raped... you know loses her virginity behind you know on the gravel in the con behind a nightclub, behind a nightclub club, in an alley hasn't you know, does yeah. is, does anybody seriously think that she was giving consent to that you know yeah. does it does any 18 year old girl out there think yeah i want my first time to be like that yeah yeah you know and uh um and the th- it all revolved around the fact that she may not have given a
0: no. a verbal no yeah
1: and so then they say, well, the attacker may not have been aware that she was not consenting.
0: See, I take issue with that because I just don't think men realize. Don't, I, just, I just can't see men going, okay, I, I don't know whether or not she wants it right now. I think oh, they're absolutely. always extremely of aware of whether or not their actions are welcome, even if she had no voice whatsoever.
1: Okay, and this is the next question because one of the things they've identified, particularly with women, you know, we've always talked about in an emergency situation how we have the fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. And particularly with women, they've identified a third response which is freeze. Mm. So it's fight, flight or freeze. And what they've identified in many of these cases where there's no verbal no, it's actually that the woman is terrified yep. and has gone into the freeze mode. Yep. Mon, as, as a woman, can you comment on that?
0: Yeah, I am very familiar with the uh, freeze pose um, and it is astounding. You know, I was actually saying, I've said this so many times and I was saying it just last night to someone, you don't know who you are until that moment hits and you know, I would have... Sworn black and blue that I was going to be a fight response kind of girl. But I talk a big talk and um, and it turns out that I'm a freeze person because um, I have had an incident where I was babysitting for um, some friends and, uh, and she was – the mother was out of town and um, and the father was at work and when he came home from work, it was late and so I just did what I've done, you know, so many times before at their place, I just slept on their couch. And unfortunately, he decided this was a good time to um, approach me and so he actually got into bed with me in the middle of the night and uh, and he started to spoon me and I just, I was so shocked, I was so stunned at what was happening to me, I couldn't move, I just froze, I couldn't say anything, I couldn't move my body, I just absolutely froze and mm. it was it was just gobsmacking to me because I always thought I'd be the person who would just absolutely like karate chop a guy who ever touched me without Tear my their permission. their eyeballs out. I would castrate the guy. I'd, you know, And even now I still feel like I would do that, but I know that freeze is such a reality. And the only thing I could do as I was lying there and this was happening to me Was pray in Mm. my mind, Mm. just begging God to to make this guy go away, to just make it stop. Like I just, I just, and and I'm still astounded now that I just laid there and let it happen, and like, and he didn't ask me, you know, for a yes or a no. He just decided this was it, and so, um, yeah, the freeze is a is a reality, and I'm glad they have put these laws in because even though it seems so obvious, he knows full well that I that was. Unwelcome action, unwelcome Mm, behavior completely. Mm Um, he,
1: uh, but you would if it went if it had gone further than that and charges were laid, it would never have stood up in court,
0: yeah, yeah. And this this is the thing, right? Like,
1: because he would just simply say, Well, she didn't say no,
0: yeah, exactly. And and I, um, I, I, I like the fact that these laws are in, it is a shame because you know, I do think it's sort of um you know obvious when when women don't want p- to be touched or anything but i also i also have a very i have a large <laughs> vat of a cynicism um and it does come out right now because i just don't see that these laws will particularly change anything to be honest it is very I very
1: ju- very difficult to get a a, uh, yeah. a rape conviction
0: yeah i just can't see that guy the, the guy that did that to me can, i can't see him saying oh hey it's okay like yeah if he wants to do an evil action, if he's already made up in his mind that that's what he's doing, getting consent or not getting consent is not on his mind at all.
1: Yeah, and the, and the challenge is when it goes to court... Um, yeah, because he knows he's it becomes, doing it without consent. It becomes a he said, she said.
0: He knows he's doing it without consent. So, you know, what's going to stop him? The only way this can change things is in... Yeah, exactly, in the law. Um, if, you know, if things go to court, if, she, you know, if she can claim that she didn't say yes, but once again... If it's two people in a room, it, exactly what you just mm, said, mm. it becomes he said, she said, that's no one so, really That's knows. why it's so difficult to ever yeah. get a
1: conviction in these kind of cases.
0: And and I think it is a shame that we have to we have to slice and dice this issue up like this. <laughs> and once again, it does come back to, you know what, none of this would be an issue if we had stuck to God's model of, no, of absolutely. relationships.
1: And men need to absolutely just man up and be men mm-hmm. and treat women with respect. Yeah. And the problem is that we have... Um, a, a, a massive porn industry out there mm-hmm. that is just jo- bombarding our young men and our you know with with and and young women with this concept that human beings are just objects for self gratification Yeah, this and completely degrading humanity mm-hmm. and you know so many people running around is like oh no it's natural it's great you know it's, it's nothing yeah. wrong with Do you it you know what it's like i am a little, not little anyone.
0: I'm, flab- I'm flabbergasted that the feminist movement is is just pushing forward, and yet they don't seem doing anything about pornography. Do you know what? If you're a feminist, start with porn, start yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah, Fix that. Yeah, absolutely. And then come and tell
0: me about your feminism, like that. Yep. Yeah, yep. If you're a feminist. Because that come that and is cool.
1: you know, if you look at the amount of porn that that our teenagers are consuming uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm um and 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 then you stand up with a me too campaign and have a few sentences every week is just completely out of all proportion mm-hmm. to the the opposite message that is just being blasted out there constantly
0: yeah yeah
1: well, that was a, um, yeah, a, a very serious piece and a challenge to all men to uh, to stand up and be men. Very quickly, I'd like to report on uh, Gina Haspel, who is Donald Trump's nominee for the head of the CIA,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, who has refused to rule out the use of torture in gaining confessions. What? Oh, well, of God. course, this was um, instituted by <laughs> George Bush and Donald Rumsfeld uh, back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. um, and only applies to non-citizens of the United States. Oh, and so, of course, you know, the Fifth Amendment that uh, does away with uh, the use of torture in the United States that was put, placed there uh, because of, interestingly, as a reaction to the Inquisition that was taking place in countries like Spain at mm-hmm. that particular time mm-hmm. was like, how can we make sure that an Inquisitional system never comes to our country? This was the, uh, the judicial system of the Roman Catholic Church. And so they were reacting against that and they put it, put it in there as an inalienable right. Oh. which means that it's a right that naturally belongs to a human being. Mm-hmm. But apparently only American citizens are human beings because it only applies to American citizens. That's disgraceful. Of course, we don't have that right here in Australia. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's a, uh, a- another story. Again, we don't have the same levels of protection they have there. But the Bible says that the United States will coerce or force mm-hmm. the world to worship the beast at the end of time. That'd be an interesting Bible study mm, to do yes, We indeed. shall do that One of these days
0: But we are actually Going to continue Our thousand dollar offer In Our Encounter with God But stay right there We're going to have A song break This is Casting Crowns Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus And then we're going to Have a guest interview With Melissa Is it buried?
1: Uh, you'll have to yeah. Wait and
0: see
2: In Jesus, just to take Him at His word, just to rest upon His promise, just to know, "Thus saith the Lord." Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him.
1: Welcome back everybody, you are listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia and I have Melissa Burrett joining me here in the studio today. Welcome to the show, Melissa.
3: Thank you very much.
1: Now Melissa, we wanted to, uh, I've been hearing amazing things over in the Connections tent and I should say that uh, this is a, we're doing a recorded session here Mm -hmm. and so this is, this is playing after Big Camp But it's recorded at Big Camp Just yep. in case you're wondering Like how long does Big Camp go for No, Big <laughs> Camp is over by the time this goes to air But I grabbed the opportunity while Melissa was here To bring her into the studio and to record this piece And uh, I just must say That um, everybody is talking about What is happening over in Connections Tent with the music And you're the person in charge, is that right? <laughs>
3: Oh, praise God. Look, I I am the worship leader over in the Connections tent and we are having an incredible time. And what a team you've got. Yeah. Musicians, singers and so forth. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so if you missed it out this year, if, if, if you didn't miss it, you will know what we're talking about. And if you did, then you need to be back next year. Come to Big Camp next year. Okay, so Melissa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Whereabouts do you come from?
3: Yep, so I am, well, my my church where I currently reside is Kingscliff Church. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. So we live around that local area.
1: Okay, I don't like you anymore.
3: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful part of the world. <laughs> and you know Some what? people get it lucky, don't they?
3: That's it, and I'm the type of person, we live there and we enjoy it day in and day out.
1: Oh, well done. You're well welcome. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> so many people live in beautiful places and they never really enjoy it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I never go to the beach. I never do this, but you actually use it.
3: We do. We've got four precious children, mm-hmm. and the beach is the most beautiful, fun, free entertainment you could ever have. That's
1: the thing, eh? It will never cost you anything. Yeah. It's the yeah. best. How old are you kids?
3: Ten, six, four, and our baby just turned one yesterday. So you're a busy person then? Yeah.
1: Worship leader and mum and anything else?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Medical sonographer and business owner.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am in Or all of a sudden. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, so tell us about, uh, all right, whereabouts did you grow up then?
3: Yep, so born in Melbourne. So Mm -hmm. my parents are Croatians and they migrated over in there about 15, 16 when they were teens and as a lot of the migrants did back in those days, it was Melbourne that they all came to. Mm -hmm. So born and bred there. Then we moved to Adelaide. My dad was a minister. Peter Stojanovic is his name. So he was a minister. We spent some time in Melbourne, then Adelaide then Brisbane, and then the Gold Coast.
1: So what would you call home?
3: Gold Coast, for Gold sure, Coast. 100%. <laughs> yeah,
1: because yeah. you love the beach. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Now, um, as a young person, okay, you can see you're growing up in a home that is… Uh, I
3: love that you just called me a young person. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as a young person, and, and, and then you know, you've know you grown up in a home that's a Christian home, you've grown up as a PK.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, dread- were, you, were you one of those dreadful PKs?
3: Look, Are we, spe- or were you,
1: or were you, or were you not
3: on the spectrum?
1: Yeah, okay, okay. So Melissa, spe- Melissa is on the spectrum, all right? This is <laughs> on, just, you said that, not me.
3: No, I said on the spectrum <laughs> of PK kids. <laughs> I wouldn't find myself on either end of that. Maybe somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, so for the most part, you're a pretty good kid, yeah. and on occasions, you got up to mischief.
3: Look, a bit. It was tricky. It's, it's, uh, it was tricky. Dad's, you know, Dad's not around, and you'd, you'd often hear people talk about how amazing a pastor he is, and a, you know, and yeah. how well he delivers the word, and you would sort of sit and go. Huh? I'd love him to do that with me at home. <laughs> yep, is how that felt a little bit. Yep, um, and very often growing up in the churches, you know, you'd have some. So,
1: as, as a pastor, you're just 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 massively challenging me right now. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Look, yeah. I mean, it's all. And Dad and I've sort. You know, we I had those hard conversations with Dad at 18. Yeah. You know, very much said that. You know, people yeah. tell me how awesome you are at doing Bible studies. I'd love you to do one with me. You know, mm. and so we, you know, he's he is amazing, a total man of God and very mm, much a mm, lead by example. But that was my experience, just feeling like I felt like other people would tell me how awesome he is and I would believe them, you yep. know. But he, yeah, he is awesome and he's great and we we're all sorted now. Yeah, no no God. issues there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and probably the expectation, you know, I remember Sabbath school teachers going, name commandment number five and blah, and you know and I was like five thinking um yep. and uh, you know so and probably something you
1: knew and you go instantly blank as soon as they expect you to know what it yeah. is yeah. yeah
3: yeah but look I was certainly never and I never left the church I've never had this you know big season of running around and figuring life outside of church and then coming back. That's not been my experience, sure. but absolutely have I had awakenings and experiences with Jesus that transitioned from I'm just someone who's being told the word of God and told the truth to living and experiencing it for myself.
1: Can you share some of that?
3: Yeah, probably – The largest one, um, the greatest one that's had the most profound influence is in our church, in our Kingscliff community. We, in what year are we in, 2018? So it was last year, 2017, we lost a giant in our church by the man of a name called David North. Mm -hmm. And that happened so abruptly for our entire community. And I think the death of David made me... While I kind of feel like I salvation was sorted, okay, I you know believe in Jesus, believe he died, believe he's coming back, believe that he loves me, sure, kind of sorted, and then got on with my life. Yep. When David North died, it was so obvious how big his impact was outside of himself in his life, yep. which is why his loss was so great, and that really made me look at myself and go Melissa if you took your last breath tonight and didn't wake up as has just happened with David.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: How big is your impact for God outside of yourself? Sure. And it just it triggered everything and and really made me reevaluate everything. A whole group of us in the ch- in the church did a David North challenge where we purposefully spent an hour in the word of God a day. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. For a month um, And for a good portion of us We've just kept on going
1: Yeah, praise God yeah. What a fantastic recommendation yeah. And uh, if you're listening in And uh, w- why don't you join in On the David North yeah. Challenge as well Absolutely uh, Think about, you know The impact that your life Is having right now And how many people Have been affected And, you know uh, How can you increase that 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 With your walk with God so.
3: and, and that has been What's blown me away Is when we live like that, we just can be so much more useful to God for the benefit of others. Yes. And that's the bit, yes, I have grown in enormous amount of knowledge by spending time in, and as a mum of four kids who runs a company and is a music leader at Kingscliff Church. And, okay. <laughs> yeah. and, spend, and spends an, an hour with God every day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, and you just uh, launched yourself into the uh, category of supermum right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and look, that looks different. You know, that yep. the, the David North challenge, you know, was very s- specifically an hour in the Word a day. I would say I spend an hour with God per day sure. now. And that's a lot more fluid now. But we're, we're nine, ten months on. Yep. Um, but I've just loved seeing how by growing in God, You grow in the usability. You know, you you just grow in your ability to be a vessel that can just drop little seeds here and there for God to yield a beautiful harvest.
1: Praise God. Praise God. Now, you're a a worship leader. How long have you you always been into music?
3: I've always, you know, can you imagine? I've been the pastor's kid who can sing. Oh, wow. So, you know, you're put on the stage pretty frequently in church. Uh (laughs) So, yes, I would say I've always been able to sing. Um, But my ability to worship... That's grown. That's right. grown as my relationship with God has grown. Yeah. And that's very separate to my ability to sing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, yeah, for sure. Mm. Okay, so, so just unpack that a little bit for me then when you talk about your ability to worship and to lead in worship mm. as compared to just singing. What's the difference between those two?
3: Just I feel like I have such um, – I just want to be at his feet Mm-hmm. And and you you need to have an understanding of who God is and what He's done to truly be able to worship. And growing up, I had knowledge of God. I knew Jesus loved me. He died for me. He's coming back. I could recite the Ten Commandments. Did yes. You hear
1: that in church every week.
3: Yeah, including I knew the that. fifth one. I knew that. Did somebody
1: <laughs> ask you that in church? <laughs> That's right.
3: That's right. I could quote. I can. We can recite them if you like. But it. I was actually – I felt like often when I was singing, those things were separate. Mm-hmm. I, I can't explain it. I had a knowledge that was separate to what I'm doing at the time. And now everything – Yes. Now everything in life is integrated for his glory. Whether it's singing or whether it's how I mother, whether it's a conversation I have as I'm standing in line to buy nappies for my baby, I just –
1: Or, or or in your, or working in your business,
3: yeah, or running the company, absolutely. And I just, and it's that time, day, day in, day out, being his vessel, and that's what music is for me now. I'm just a vessel. Sure, I'm just a vessel for him, and that's not how it felt before, although it might have sounded similar.
1: Yeah, that makes that absolutely makes sense. Um, Tell me quickly about your business.
3: Yeah, so I work for a group. I, I didn't go looking for a business. I'm not so much of a superwoman that I thought, hey, i got four kids on my plate and I'm a sonographer. Why don't I add business to my list?
1: (laughs) I'm getting bored right now. (laughs) I don't have enough to do.
3: No, I I did have a doctor um, seek me out and ask me to scan specifically for him and his team. So we work – With venous disease, so back in the day, you know, the only way to manage severe venous disease was um, stripping surgeries, massive surgeries Mm -hmm. under vascular surgeons. We have far more medical alternatives now.
1: And really simply venous disease is?
3: So varicose veins um, or, you know, issues with legs as a result of veins sure. and or arterial disease. So yep. that that's all we do now. I used to do everything from babies to hips, knees, shoulders, you know, I used to do all the general in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Now that I've started the company, it's for a group of doctors managing varicose veins is probably what most sure. people
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, fantastic. And uh, how much of how much of your day does that take up?
3: <laughs> How much of my day? Yeah, I'm just sort of, I'm
1: just sort of, I'm just thinking of all this, all this. Look, ruined.
3: by God's goodness, I will say, my goal and intention is to spend less and less time doing my business yeah. and more and more time. Being where I need, what I need, how I need to be for him.
1: Absolutely, um, I'm so glad to hear somebody who has a balanced view to it because there's so many people out there like oh, I've got a business and I've got to drive this business and I've got to make money from this business and I'm you know whereas you're just like I just want to be with God, I yeah. want to be with my family. Yeah, and uh, and you've got that as your priority. And I yeah, think that's so I've
3: got, I do have a couple of staff. I've got some other sonographers, and my hope and intention is that the business can kind of do its thing. And free me up just yep. to keep being a vessel,
1: yeah, fantastic now the uh, the team that you 've got here at you 've got some very talented people here yes, as part of the team we here do. this week um, How did you pull this team together?
3: So David Asherick, who's our senior pastor at Kingscliff Church, he was the one who. So he's the head of the Connections Tent. Yeah, full stop. Sure. Um, he's the one who had the clear vision. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Look, been doing this tent for four years now, and it's always good. Yeah. You know, it's yep. there's always oh, it good beauty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he was very much like, I I want it different. You know, so I don't. Let's take out the keyboard and let's take out the drums and let's. Go for. I mean, these are his words. So you can Americanize them and put all your inflections <laughs> and excitement. Because he is an American? In. For yeah. those who are wondering, correct. Um, American pastor. You know, it's let's let's make it organic and just bluesy and just you know really raw and organic and bluesy, rootsy style music. So that was his vision, and I'm looking at him going, "Uh huh. All right, let's so let's is this, do is this, that." Is
1: this your style?
3: Look, I truly mean it when I say I enjoy a truckload of music styles. I Love would that. So yep. it, absolutely, it's a style I can enjoy. Yep. Um, but, I mean, a style like that requires excellency in musicianship. A mm-hmm. style like that is, is quite hard to it, bring it, it, together. It, absolutely,
1: absolutely.
3: <laughs> yep. So when he told me, P.S., I've got Joshua Cunningham, I went, tick, yes. great. Sorted. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. We got Josh Cunningham coming in here, of course. Uh, Josh Cunningham from the uh, from the band The Waifs, yeah. and uh, he's 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 playing here as a part of your team, and he's coming in for an interview awesome. on Friday. So awesome. Yeah, great guy. Just a godly guy. Just um, and
3: talent. Yeah. Amazing yeah. talent. And just humble and genuine yeah. and honest and. I guess that's how our team feels. Like even as we were rehearsing leading into connections, um, you you could just genuinely feel the heart and mind of each person was the desire to glorify His name, yep. and we you know we were willing to put the work in. We were willing to do the rehearsals. Let's try this. This isn't working. Let's you know we were willing to put the work in, but it was always submitted to God, and we've been doing that day in day out. Yep. And that allows him to richly bless.
1: Praise God! You know, I've always, I've often looked at these tenses. You know, okay, this one's going to be Hillsong, and this one's going to be Gaither,
3: and 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 now we have something different. Praise God! And you know what? This year we were super purposeful in going. I don't want to give it a label. Yeah, we're going to go for organic, rootsy feel. Let's figure out what songs fit into that well. I wasn't interested where they, I mean, it's just so, I mean, a good percentage of them are are our old school songs, a good percentage of hymns and, you know, because they fit into that feel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Melissa, thank you so much for your ministry and your passion and your walk with God and sharing it all with us here on Faith FM. It's been wonderful having you as a part of the show.
3: Awesome. Thanks, Lyle.
1: And stay tuned. We've got more great programming coming up right after this.
5: You, yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. Did you know that God loves
4: you? Yes, he does.
0: Real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a list canon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his
1: personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup.
5: Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe.
6: Though I speak with tongues of men and angels Though I have the prophet's gift Though I hold the keys to hidden knowledge That my faith can mount in shift Without love I am no better Without love, it's all for naught Lord, you spent your life in loving others What this means, I would be taught Love is patient, knows no envy Never gloats when others
4: Love is never glad to see Injustice always wants the truth to win There's no end to love's endurance There's no test you cannot face Lord, you spend your life in loving
5: others I shall fail with
6: Though there'll be an end to hidden knowledge Visions, raptures, prophecy Faith and hope and love shall last forever Of oh, the greatest of the three Without love I am no better Without love it's all for love. You gave your life in saving others What this means, I would be taught Lord, you spent your life in loving others What this means, I would be
3: to
4: Faith FM, positively different radio.